The Fred Minnick Show is brought to you by Manscaped. Enter Smooth Fred to save 20% at checkout. By Beeline and by Michter's. Welcome back to the Fred Minnick Show. I'm Fred. This podcast is presented by Manscaped. Listen, fellas, listen up. If you're hairy all over your body, Manscaped can help and help you get trimmed up down in the nether regions, which, listen, 79% of the partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. Folks, it is time to de-hair yourself. I mean, ain't nobody wanting to look at your hairy nose and ears when they're eating pizza in the middle of COVID. Everybody's worried about getting COVID, and they don't want to look at your nose hair, maybe getting caught up in the pizza while you're eating it. Am I right? Am I right, Pamela? I mean, come on, help me out here. Tell me, tell me I'm right. Oh my gosh, okay. So it's true, Fred. I just, I'm going to have to agree with you on this one. As the female on staff, I just have to concur that nose hair, ear hair, other hair elsewhere can be a real turnoff uh, for your girl. So, guys, I'm just trying to encourage you. I know during COVID, you may have gotten a little laxed on some of that. Don't. Do it. Do yourself a favor. Do your girl a favor and check out the Perfect Package 3.0 from Manscaped. It comes with the new and improved Lawn Mower 3.0 Waterproof Cordless Body Trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. Hopefully you're getting back into that grooming routine. You'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Deodorant for... You know, down there, it's an anti-chafing deodorant and moisturizer. And for a limited time, subscribers get not one but two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, which is a $39 value, and the patented high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped Boxers. I'm, they've got everything you need, guys. So I'm encouraging you, again, if you want to please your woman... <laughs> If you want to turn her on, not turn her off, just go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code SMOOTHFRED. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Oh, thanks, Pamela. It's always it's always good uh, to hear you talk about uh, male grooming. Uh, and again, just go to uh, manscaped.com and save... 20% at checkout and get free shipping when you put Smooth Fred. That's Smooth Fred at the checkout, manscaped.com. Listen, this week's show is a blast from the past for me. I can't tell you how many times I have been in clubs and grinded to the grooves of the Crystal Method. And I have to say that this is this is one of the the bands that kind of changed music. Like we look at EDM today, it's like it's everywhere. You know, music is like now so like uh, hybrid and infused with one another. And EDM is is kind of like the epitome of all that. And this is the Godfather. This is a an EDM god. A lot of people say he is the founder of the modern EDM movement in America. And that's Scott Kirkland, folks, the the founder of the Crystal Method. 
and we taste and we talk and we get into some subjects that just straight up are fun and and uh yeah it's a good time and you get to learn a little bit more about me too like as it sometimes happens in these interviews the the guest flips it on me and starts asking me questions and uh i i talked a little bit about my time in iraq and how i used to sneak booze in so uh get ready for an interview that is long but very entertaining enjoy this week's episode with the great scott kirkland but first a word from our sponsors imagine this an experience centered around five kentucky bourbon trail craft tour distilleries in northern kentucky the gateway to kentucky bourbon Add five amazing bourbon-centric bars and five delicious bourbon-focused restaurants, cultivating the freshest takes and culinary delights, and you are on the beeline. Start your trip today at findyoursippingpoint.com. At Michter's Distillery, our passion is making the finest bourbon, rye, and American whiskey possible. When you only produce very small batch and single-barrel whiskey as we do, each and every barrel has to be perfect. No detail is too small for our production team. From careful attention to the 18-month or more air-dried wood used in the construction of our barrels, to entering our distillate into the barrel at the costlier or lower barrel entry proof of 103 so that it's smoother, to heat cycling our barrel houses, to our signature filtration protocol, we spare no expense in pursuing our goal of making the greatest American whiskey. And no Michter's gets bottled until our master distiller, Dan McKee, and our master of maturation, Andrea Wilson, say it's just right. Michter's Fort Nelson Distillery in downtown Louisville, Kentucky, is open for tours and tastings. Book your visit on our website and stop by the bar at Fort Nelson for a world-class cocktail. For more information, follow us on social media at Michter's Whiskey, go to michters.com, or visit your favorite bartender. Michter's Distillery. It's all about the whiskey. And joining the show is uh, someone considered uh, an EDM god and really <laughs> the, the founder of the modern movement of EDM, uh, Scott Kirkland of the Crystal Method. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing very well, Fred. How, how are you doing? Living the dream. Now, listen, when I, when I told people I, was, I had the opportunity to interview you, uh, they're like hardcore EDM fans. And these are people who don't fanboy out, but they were jumping up and down like little girls. They were so excited that I got you. <laughs> so, I mean, you've had an incredible, incredible career, and you really did kind of like create something uh, that wasn't there before. And I just, when you look back on your career, do you, I mean, can you, can you believe like EDM is where it is now? Uh, well, um, it is, uh, Ken and I, when, uh, when we first started out, this is 1992, 93, there, we, we had experienced the, like the LA rave scene. So there was that, uh, culture that was imported from, um, from the UK and from Europe, um, that, I mean, we just fell in love with the, um, sort of the, 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 communal aspects of, uh, of, of, of an event that you go to, you map point, you see one person, you make a phone call, you find a flyer, you made your way to the event. Um, most of the time you, you know, you weren't sure if you were, the alleyway you were going down was going to lead you to 
you know, um, a mugging or, a, a, you know, a party. But you took the chance because you're young and stupid. And and uh, and uh, once you once you walked into one of these events, um, especially in the early days when they were when they were taking over empty warehouses and bringing in their own sound system and, you know, um, uh, there was a, a few um, big promoters. One of them was uh, Moonshine, which then turned into a label. But at the time, they were just getting these warehouses, and they're just, you know, dumping like you know, you know, like, you know, um, you know, big piles of ice, and then just throwing beers on the top of it, and you know, free for all. You know, you pay twenty five dollars, thirty bucks, whatever it was, to get in, and and um, every race, every gender, every sexuality, every every persuasion uh every um from the you know the 18 year olds to the 40 year olds were all in this room um and just dancing and enjoying themselves and we were really hooked on that we had started a we started we had the little studio set up and we were at the time we were thinking like we'll uh <laughs> we'll um you know we'll be the white jimmy jam and terry lewis like we'll, we'll just do like this production thing we'll find people that we love and we'll use the gear that we have and the, and the music that we are inspired by to to you know to create something that hybrid of rock and and electronic you know at the time you know bands like uh, depeche mode and new order were were you know bringing live drums and so this was our this was our thought and so after going to these events we experienced uh you know music that didn't have vocals and didn't have um you know a a brand so we we decided to just focus on that and of course the rave scene died out uh and grunge came in uh and took everything over everything disco continued to suck raves were you know were you know for um you know um for a different generation it seemed like and um but we you know we still believed in the music and we started to to um you know, make music, and our first single came out in 1994. Again, we sold a thousand copies in in Europe, um, um, and we were like, "Yes, we're, we did it! We were like, <laughs> we're, we're, you know, we're like, we're, we're going to get another, we're going to do another single." So, um, just going back, uh, understanding where we came from. I mean, there were definitely a lot of artists um, that we looked up to that you know inspired us. Orbital and um, you know Underworld, and of course, the Chemical Brothers, and um, fluke and and uh, so many more but um you know for us in the united states we felt that um there was a real audience for it but unlike in the uk where you had radio one where a dj could play a song and it will you know immediately make an impact on um, the culture over here you had to tour that's the tradition you had to tour and so we we took every gig we, that came um our way we would take apart our studio and pack everything up and tip the guy at the LAX uh, curb to, you know, check all the luggage. And um, we were our own roadies. We were our own um, tour managers. We, we, we grinded it out and, uh, um, you know, and then a few years later, uh, everything started to roll in place. And we were there with our first uh, album, Vegas, and it kind of took off from there. We just continued to work and, and didn't take anything for granted and did 50, 60 date tours um, and uh, just, took the music to the people and it, and it really uh caught on and and vegas you know went on to to be a real um you know iconic album for for the 90s and and you know we continued moving forward and and continue to keep trying new things and not um you know repeating ourselves so it was it's been it's been an amazing journey 
and nightclubs around the world rejoiced, you know, with your, with your tunes. And I, I will say though, when you, the, the club scene, um, the dancing scene, it all really, it really gravitated toward EDM and what you all were doing, but we didn't really start to see like an impact on, on the radio. Uh, out here as, as as much as you did in in the club scene when you were kind of coming up was that a little frustrating to to maybe not get the same kind of respect in, on, on the radio that you would in the club scene well i i, I remember um we actually with vegas and one of the reasons why it you know it took off was prodigy had a pretty successful album that you know some so as the grunge started to die down a little bit you know there was this famous cover on the rolling stones i think it was you know the, the next big you know edm picture of keith from prodigy called it the next big thing um the edm um moniker didn't come in till uh, a few years later so it was um it was filling the gap to where you know where some of the you know the more traditional uh seattle grunge uh bands of the the early to mid 90s were were um you know, what we're leasing. Um, and, um, you know, we filled the void a little bit and, and we had a, a track, our tr a big, uh, first single busy child in a, in a, in a gap ad, which was, uh, um, and it was playing all the time during Seinfeld and all these different, uh, big shows during that, um, um, uh, fall winter of, uh, 1997. And then, you know, the next year rolled around and K-Rock, uh, the big station out here, started to play it and other stations started to play it. And, um, um, and that was just a surprise because, you know, when I remember that one of the first people that uh, we were looking at for a manager way back in the day, were they, you know, like the first thing he said before the, they even served the bread at the dinner, it was like, OK, you guys got to change your name. There's no there's no radio station and there's no, you know, there's no nobody's going to play your this your music because of your name. And we were mm -hmm. like. You know, again, young and stupid, and we were like, "Well, you remember it, though, right?" <laughs> That's the. It's like it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, um, you know, it's it's it. I like the way it rolled off the tongue. I mean, it, it, it you know, it, you know, there's definitely, um, um, you know, um, that different um, point reference when it comes to, um, you know, the drugs. But at the time, it was really more about um, a method of transportation that we were taking that evening. And this rapper we were working with said, uh, oh, the crystal method. So we just like wrote it down on the board. And so I, we, we, we had no expectations. Those thousand thousand singles that, uh, pieces of vinyl that we sold, we thought, you know, we thought we were going to hang it, you know, that was going to be our glory. That's going to be our big moment. So to be able to even move forward and get uh, radio play, um, was something that, you know, um, um, we embraced and, and we did a lot of corporate, uh, radio shows, the big, you know, the, back when those big stations would have their big festivals and uh we did the weenie roast out here and um then moved forward to the album tweakend which came out in 2001 and with tom morello and scott wyland and you know we we, we moved forward a little bit uh, we you know again um um uh, it the we, you know and in a way also we didn't really make a lot of dance club tracks because our records uh, were, were always meant to to be enjoyed in every um, environment. You know, if you're, mm -hmm. you know, at a Walkman, you know, walking to school, you know, if you're, you know, in your car, if you're making that long haul back home, you know, to see your family or to see, um, you know, someone you love, the, the, the idea was to, you know, to be able to enjoy it on the dance floor and be able to enjoy it out there 
um, in the club scene, but um, yeah, but really it was to to be able to be appreciated in, in any um, environment and in any format. So, um, but um, yeah, it, it's it it's it's quite surprising and looking back and especially here at the studio um you know a lot of the gear that we used on those um first albums um still um you know and uh, you know sits around and and begs me to be turned on and uh and every once in a while i oblige and uh and and um and pull out something that uh that you know takes a little bit of time to warm up and doesn't always uh, stay in, in tune, but um, there's a certain character to those, um, these synths that, that you just can't find in any, you know, plug-in or any virtual, um, you know, uh, synth that's created uh, within, um, you know, uh, a DAW or a, you know, a computer. Yeah. And of course we look at EDM now and it's, I mean, you could argue it's, it's what people listen to more than, um, you know, it's, People love it, you know, and it's because it combines the best of of all of all music, really. Yeah, I mean, it, so many, you know, in the last ten years, so many artists have, have have made that's pop music, pretty much. You know, it's um, it's um, there was some rock bands that had some influence. You know, I remember, um, you know, um, oh well, you know, going back to. I mean, from the beginning of time, even those old um, 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 Edgar Winter albums with the with uh, with the, actually that synth right back there, the ARP twenty six hundred was uh, was uh, a you know a big one on the, on um, on that album. And then that's right, you know, you're a synth collector. You're like a vintage synth, <laughs> synth collector. <laughs> yes. You like doing that. Yeah. Yes, I um um I they don't fit on shelves as 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 um, tidy as your uh, your collection behind you, but uh, <laughs> and you can't uh, drink them. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't drink them. No, that's 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 uh, that's for sure. But um um but yeah, it's 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 quite uh, uh, you know something to to go back and look at where we came from and 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 all the things we were able to do because of you know the passion that we had for. Um, music and and for the scene and and you know for those that um you know were like us young and uh inspired and and um and, motor, and uh, motivated to 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 create and to share what we um what we make with the world yeah well now it's time to to share a little bit of whiskey together nice, uh, nice. uh let's start with the old scouts now i had old mentioned Scout. the I had mentioned on, on the uh, bottle that I sent you that this uh, this genre, this uh, brand uh, made my list for uh, best uh, bourbons of the century so far. These wow. guys these guys have like a really incredible. We're starting out, we're starting out with the with the, one of the best. Okay, we're starting out with a heavy hitter. Yeah, heavy hitter. Okay, nice, nice. Okay. So with the with the tasting process, uh, I really really like to like there is a you know, much like there is with creating music, there is, you know, everybody kind of has their own style. But, like, I think when you look at American whiskey, it goes into the barrel, it clears the water from your tap, and every single day it's working in and out of that wood. So I love looking at the color of it. It just kind of gives you a little bit of appreciation for it. And, you know, you just kind of swirled around a little bit. And, you know, right here we're looking at a five-year-old um, Indiana distilled... Just a just a little bit of time in the hills of West Virginia, mm. and when you smell it, 
Smell it with your mouth open. By smelling it with your mouth open, you relax the olfactory a little bit. And you let you uh, pick up more than just the uh, alcohol fumes. Hmm. Mm. Anything you smell there that you like? It uh, it smells um, like oaky, sort of a like a little sweetness, very um, reminiscent of some I, 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 of uh, of a of a of a añejo tequila. That's where I uh, spend most of my time in that world. But I mean, this is much. Uh, it just has a. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. A lot of anejos uh, are using very similar barrels. Um, like uh, Casa Noble is uh, using, you know, a lot of new oak. So, and then they have an extra anejo that uh, it's friggin' amazing, by the way. So now that we when we taste, you just want to put a little bit on your tongue and kind of feel it walk back. You don't want to shoot it, so just taste it. <laughs> I imagine, though, back in the day, you know, you're at a booth. You probably drank straight from the bottle a few times. <laughs> well, um, uh, um, uh, our experience uh, with different, yeah, it's really, um, it's really inviting. It has a, it's, um, it, 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 it has that little bit of bite and that that warmth that you'd, you'd expect from. Um, from you know this um, sort of alcohol, but it's it's very smooth, very um, little. Like, there's obviously some caramel in there, and some um, really lovely sipping um, bourbon for sure. I I've always been one. Well, over the last few years, uh, when I've switched to basically just beer and and tequila, like you said, we we. You, he, we, we've tried uh, tried every uh, sort of alcohol um, over the thirty plus years we've been um, doing this and traveling the world. And uh, um, for for a few years, um, we uh, we cut our teeth um, um, on flaming Dr. Peppers. Mm. I don't know if you've ever had one of those before, but I know um, of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, uh, they, I mean, that's just a ridiculous freight train of, of uh, alcohol and sugar and. Uh, um, and always um, lefty feeling um, remorse the next day, but um, but I, I um, yeah I love uh, now meat um, you know I you know I know some people like things a little um, you know with a little ice and they definitely there's a whole market out there for the for the, the yep. non-water ice that so you don't catch uh, catch your you know your alcohol with any water but um, yeah this is very smooth very very tasty. Um, yeah. So this is this is a uh, hundred and eighteen point four proof. So, wow! Okay. So you say it's so very it's smooth, it and, and it's a very high alcohol wow. content. So wow. it's good though. Proof. Wow! Packing a little heat on you. Start. I'm yeah. start. So I'm starting out with. A, I, could, I can light this on fire. Yeah. <laughs> I can probably light this on. You fire. probably could. Yeah. I think. Nice. I think that. Think it needs to be a little higher to get a good fire, but yeah, you could you could add it and get some flames going to an existing fire. Yeah, we actually um, I we we tried that once. We were um, it, it was it was on our riders for uh, for for so many years. The ingredients for flaming Dr. Peppers, and it was uh, you know of course um, um, amaretto and Kahlua, um 
uh, with the 151 on top and you drop in a beer. But uh, there were a couple countries that couldn't find the 151. <laughs> so we 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 uh, we tried everything, and uh, I think we did get uh, something um, to light. But it, but then eventually we just called them drowning Dr. Peppers and and, and just went forward <laughs> without, without the without the lighting. But um, but um, but yeah, it's surprising that this is that uh, that proof of alcohol because again, it's 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 very smooth. Um, so when you were when you were out uh, when you all were touring, in addition to the flaming Dr. Peppers, did did you all drink any whiskey or was it was it just all crazy drinking? Uh, you know, um, I we it was it was um, it was like you know it was flaming Dr. Peppers then it was vodka uh, and then. Um, Tequila. I don't hope he doesn't mind me saying this, but my my partner, former partner, uh, sometimes when uh, when he went across that threshold with uh, with tequila, uh, sometimes um, you know it was that Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde uh, syndrome. But um, but um, but yeah, it was. It's um, I, I I don't know. What, you know, I grew up listening to you know um you know heavy metal and following all those bands that uh, always had you know jack daniels you know in right. the photos like you know let's think of those motley crew uh neil Zauer pictures photos from the you know with them you know you know with the bottle of jack and um and uh and definitely it um it it was out there but i guess it just um you know it uh it just it didn't it uh, it wasn't something that we gravitated towards or or, or ended up. I mean, we we if we were out somewhere and somebody offered us something, Jameson or 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 um, you know, I wasn't really a big Jack Daniels drinker. But um, but funny enough, um, one of the many years ago, um, my friend Chad from um, this band called Shiny Toy Guns. Chad is also from Oklahoma, and you know, Shiny Toy Guns are from Oklahoma. Um, I went to, I was out there when it was that big um, snowstorm in the middle of uh, the, like the, it was right, right around the time that the Super Bowl was in, uh, was in Dallas. And the, um, I went out to see my grandmother who had just recovered uh, from um, a, a really serious illness. And, and, um, and I, everything was snowed in and I, but I ended up going over Chad's house and, um, and his, it, he was living um, at his wife's place that his wife's his place used to belong to um her grandfather and he was a um he was a real estate developer or something that some one of those guys that you imagine like on when you watch Mad Men, these guys that are you right. know drinking during drinking at lunch you know smoking they got the you know they got the so the, they it, at the house i mean it's all you know just like perfectly um you know that kind of i mean perfect 60s you know rich guy uh house you know all the hot points all the you know the new fandangled like um you know appliances at the time that are you know outdated now but and the house was the, the shag carpet and they had this built-in bar and um and and it was just gorgeous it's like the end of this big room that you could just tell that was it's like you know that you could still smell that the, the cigar smoke and the, the you imagine the conversations they had had after dinner in this room and there was this bar and on the shelves were like literally 30 to 40 bottles of vintage bourbons that that were like they were brought over in like these 
you know, um, these specialty tins and they were, you know, you, you had these and they were most of them were still sealed. Wow. And they were just uh, and we and he said, oh, yeah, we don't really drink those. But if you want to try them, I'm like, yeah, I want to try those. And so we I mean, it, they were unbelievably smooth, so delicious. I could not um, um, I could not uh, I, at that moment. I really just had appreciation for the aging and the process that goes yeah, into. Yeah. Yeah, why is that? What is why is that? Um, is it uh, just that if you just like with any other like wine, for instance, I guess wine, you have to keep it in a, a little, maybe a more um, cooler yeah, temperature. Yeah, yeah, so whiskey does not continue to age like uh, wine. You know, wine is still has active yeast. I mean, it's can be dormant, but the yeast are very much there. And um, uh, whiskey is distilled, so the yeast basically are killed during distillation. And... Um, yeast being single cell organisms that create alcohol and and basically those older bourbons you know there was a lot of things that they did differently back then and you can still find those flavors today and we might find one in one of these glasses coming up in fact i want to go to the next one uh okay. this is uh this is blanton's now Blanton's okay. is is a very hyped up, you know, bourbon, and everybody's kind of chasing it. It's a little, it's a little uh, crazy because this was something you used to be able to find in the stores all the time. Now, which is kind of like, you mm. know, good luck. But they're single barrels, so they're very like inconsistent. And the one that I sent you happens to be like, uh, in my opinion. One of the best Blantons I've had in a, in a while. So, so when this so single barrel proof. meaning that each so each barrel um, is one run and that and that there's no blending. Correct. Yeah, it's just one, 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 um, one, one barrel of which will make two hundred bottles, you know, or so. So, wow. and it, and 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 even though they could ramp up production, they they choose to to. To keep it, uh, I mean, it, 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 they well, can't find that on a shelf. Like, uh, you know, they must. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is a lot of it's marketing. You know, like there's a lot of um, um, there there's a lot of appeal to something that is scarce. When you when you when you tell a population that you can't find a bottle, everybody suddenly wants a bottle. Yeah, yes, you know, they want to be the one that that shows up with with that bottle or has it on the, on the at the house when people exactly. come over. Like, yeah, yes. And so Blanton's enjoys that. And also, I mean, this is a beautiful package. It's got a little, you know, it's got a horse on it, you know. And if you buy, okay. if you buy, I'll show it to you again. If you buy the uh, yeah, entire. I, yeah, yeah, that kind of I, looks, well, that, I guess there are a few other bottles that are, are that sort of um, that shape. But, um, but yeah, that, that, uh, that's one that would be prominently uh, sitting on a, on a, a, what do you think that, what does this go for a shot at a, at a, at a highfalutin, um, uh, uh, not a shot, but a um, a pour of. Uh, of yeah, uh, I mean, I've seen it for fifty bucks, <laughs> like in crazy. places in Vegas. You know, it's it's ridiculous, and it, in right. no way, in no way, should it be fifty bucks, twenty at, at most. But ooh, that one, um, that one rises a little bit. It uh, it um, it's um, 
it's not as aggressive, uh, but it's, I mean, whew, it's really, yeah, this is something that you could have with ice cream. Um, you just, uh, this That's is really That's a great tasty. compliment. <laughs> yeah, this is lovely. I mean, yeah. I can have ice cream anytime, you know, like, <laughs> you know, there's not a, there's not a moment in my life that I can't have ice cream. <laughs> do you, do you have something like that that you can always just have? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm on the, uh, I'm living the keto paleo lifestyle. So, um, I, although I, I stayed away from, um, ice cream, uh, now there's these delicious, uh, keto ice creams that are, um, that, uh, I'm, I'm drawn to, but yeah, I, I, um, um, I, I got, I love, um, I used to, again, this is no longer on my diet, but the, the, the chips and salsa or guacamole that, that, mm. uh, is always would be. Uh, hummus was also in there, but now, um, now I've gra- gravitated towards like uh, uh, chicharrones. <laughs> Those oh, are nice, little mm-hmm. nice little like you know little crunch uh, to, mm-hmm. to fill that to fill that void that left out by by chips and. Um, but um, um, but yeah, that um, you know smoked almonds. I, I, I love I love like mm. um, you know um, you know um, something that's you know that's I, I, um, you know. Um, like a nice flavoring on I, I, i'm big and i'm a huge uh um hot sauce um lover spicy you know i love i love the spicy so um um yeah i'm the hot sauce is probably something that i that i can always have uh, nice i love hot sauce mm-hmm. so this this keto diet my wife wants to get me wants to get me on the keto and uh i'm like i don't know if i can pull it off like you mentioned chips like i just can't imagine a life where i can't go to my favorite mexican restaurant and just gorge through like a half bucket of chips before i get my burrito or something yeah it it, um you know the burrito it's been it's made easier now because the they do make uh low carb but um um, tortillas um and um um yeah but uh but there there is no Again, the the chicharrones are the best, the closest thing that uh, that that allow me to, because I always like the crunch. Again, that that mm-hmm. just that the salsa, the crunch of the chips and the and the spicy, um, you know, flavoring of a, of a salsa. Um, again, I like yourself. We there's a place in uh, in Glendale that uh, called La Camarita that we go to all the time, and and you know, it'd be like. Before they even set the chip thing down, you were you were you already were eyeing the guy to, to have him bring another round before um, before you didn't want to be the, you didn't want to be the one at the table like taking the last chip you know it was like you know so um, um, but those um, but I, you know bread was one of those things that I thought that I was really gonna uh, miss because I love um, you know that you know I love the English muffin I love the the bagel uh, there are substitutions that I that I really um, enjoy like the the, the cauliflower these cauliflower wraps from this company um um out of california called um outer isle that's uh um that um that that um that fills in that sort of gap for the tortilla or the 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 street taco but um um yeah after you know after a while you see the results uh and you're just like i i can you know i can do i can you know i can i can manage so I thought the same way. I thought I was, you know, that I was going to miss the, that as well. Then, of course, I started this like at the beginning of the year, and then just a few months into it, um, 
the, the COVID crisis hit and all everything was closed. So I couldn't go to my favorite Mexican restaurants and couldn't uh, enjoy uh, that, uh, you know, that I couldn't, I wasn't tempted by that big bowl of chips yeah. and salt in front of me. So, um, so over time, um, you know, uh, and again, it's like, I, I think sometimes, um, you know, um, you know, you, you do your best, you do, um, you know, you spend six days on and then, you know, and then you, um, you know, you have a bad day and then you, and then you, you move forward or whatever. So, um, it's, um, um, yeah, for me, I, I just I found it to be, um, you know, uh, something that works. And and um, and after you start to see some results, then you then you tend to, to to stick with it. You know, so there's a lot of things. I mean, like that you could, I mean, again, like eating ice cream, um, all, you know, or chicharrones, or or um, um, or you know, all the proteins that are um, devoured. Um, um, I'd probably do better if I actually kept within a certain. Uh, you know, calorie or, um, you know, certain, you know, intake, you know, sometimes you just, you lose track of like you, like you would when you're eating those chips, like you just mm -hmm. lose track of things. But, um, but so far, uh, you know, it's been six months and I, you know, and I, you know, I enjoy it. And, um, 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 oh, they, they, there's this really great granola, um, cereal that I have with this coconut milk. I mean, it's just amazing. I can have it every single day. So, um, you, it, you just, out of necessity you find the things that work for you and um and then um you you slip up you get back on it so we do and bourbon's accepted in the in this diet uh i don't know um I, we're I gonna know say we'll say it is yes we'll say yes I, well i know some <laughs> uh i know um again I, again a bad day here and there um um, um you know a bad day um on uh, for the diet uh you know is usually a good day for the flavor and the taste and the, and right. the uh, substances that, that it provides so, mm. Mm. so this one yeah you, th this is this is yeah this is the one this doing the one it for you this is the well i mean I, I i enjoyed that one now that i look back you know i definitely uh definitely realized that the, the alcohol level is uh is is dropped a bit and um but yeah i mean if you Again, I, I would, you know, going back to that, uh, you know, showing up at the party with uh, with with the bottle. I mean, you, you definitely if you're a people pleaser like me, you you, you know, you want to you you want to have this one on hand if you're having some bourbon lovers over for. for, for and Blanton's Blanton's is a is 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 a really good product. Um, it just it just happens to be in that like hype category where everybody wants it and then you end up paying like four times the amount of like what it's really worth. And so I think people in my world, they look at it as like, ah, oh, screw you. I'm not paying $200 yeah. for it. You know? So <laughs> it's a, it, it's, it's, it's an interesting uh, bottle for, for bourbon fans, but it is good. It is good. And the one you, you brought up uh, Jack Daniels here. I sent you uh, also a single barrel now, this is a single barrel that I picked for a music festival that I'm a part of called Louder Than Life. It's a it's a heavy oh, yeah. metal I festival. Played, I played there last year. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, I was there. Uh, I played uh, uh, on the uh, – um, I played before Guar. <laughs> no shit. Then yeah. I – and I, by the way, I just had I just had Gore on. Uh, they're going to be on my, oh, wow. yeah, on my Halloween special. But uh, I, I'm I'm ashamed. I didn't know that we could have hung out oh, and I had you back yeah, and sample yeah. my stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. That yeah. Um, that would have been that would have been lovely. Um, yeah. It was. Um, 
uh, yeah, that was that was uh, that was that was a lot of fun. I never I've never uh, witnessed the Guar uh, experience before. Um, um, I, I I backstage you see a lot more um, you know white ass uh, uh, than you you would hope to to see in a, yeah. in a, a white hairy ass more than more than you expect to see at a at a, at a you know at any event, let alone uh, on stage at a concert. But um. But oh, and the, and the and just the, the appreciation for the the, the heat that that uh, you know again I you know it was it was a nice it was a warm day um, um, but to, to to be able to handle those costumes and and oh and just uh, to just know like the the amount of bacteria that they that that, that grows on those uh, on those uh, those outfits while they're uh, touring is just that's like a petri dish of, of, of um, you know of substantial um, uh, yeah. research at some point. I mean, if, if anybody could figure this COVID thing out, it would be anybody who has to deal with uh, uh, Guar's uh, wardrobe. I mean, good lord, <laughs> uh, that's some serious stuff. And they always, when you talk to them, they must have done. They must have been in their full regalia, right? The whole they 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 always do the whole the yeah. thing time. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they were able to drink bourbon through it, so I mean, <laughs> it was amazing. It was really amazing. Yeah, I keep I keep it simple so I can enjoy. I don't have to have any uh, you know uh, problems with you know. Uh, so I was I was backstage uh, during that show as well, and I was I was a I was the guy in a white suit, if you can think oh. back, and they nearly got me with the with the blood spray. I had to oh, like, you know, I don't know if I saw the blood. But so if you were backstage, okay, so back they they tucked away in the corner was this uh, drum kit with like uh, CDJs uh, on yep. it uh, 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 that was like tucked over in the corner. Um, um, but um, uh, dang it, it's so it's so close. To, so we see it's right. amazing we, that, uh, is it, our golf know, so, our golf carts probably passed. Yeah, you we, know? Without, a doubt, without a doubt, without a doubt, without a doubt. <laughs> We probably had lunch together, and uh, uh, you know, in order in to, tent, to do, yeah, uh, yeah, because I, I did uh, some of the interviews and the, and uh, and also the, the now um, uh, Metallica's uh, they have Bla- their, yeah they had the black and whiskey there yeah black and whiskey um, mm-hmm. they, um, yeah and they and the beer was uh, the, the beer was uh, was pretty tasty as well yeah they had uh, their uh, they were doing their little boiler makers yeah um, yeah the um, um, yeah, that was yeah, that was that was a that was a that was a fun show. I actually just posted a, a picture because it was basically about a year ago today. It was, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and really, um, yeah, um, yeah. What a yeah it was a, I, 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 you know, I just so you know I, you know, I so miss that um, you know that you know the whole experience of of, of going to shows and being. Um, part of shows and you know uh, in any in, in all formats either being a punter in the crowd or or, or, or being the uh um you know excitable combustible person on stage I, I i just i miss the energy i miss the you know the excitement i miss the the, the people the, the 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 sharing of uh of um you know of that 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 thing that happens at shows it's really mm-hmm. it's uh, it's really um uh, it's really starting to to um, you know um, weigh on me the, the the distance that we've had to keep over these last six months, uh, and the things that not only of course all the lives, but the, just the distance uh, and that we've been you know from things that we love to do, whether it's music or movies or um, 
or sports um you know it's um, yeah. it's it, it's really difficult it's really um um you know um so hopefully we can all get back to that but yeah great memory of that uh, of, of that show and then uh now that um ladder in life was uh uh tool wasn't on that show it was, an, uh, that was, it was guns and roses uh, okay yeah i missed them because i that because i went from that show and Slipknot, to, Slipknot too. Oh yeah, yeah, I, missed, I definitely missed. Yeah, I went. Uh, I went from that to um, to. I, th- I think I, that was a Friday that I was played on, and then yeah, I went to Boston and did a show up, up in Boston the next day. But um, but yeah, um, yeah, it was um, yeah, it was a good times. Um, Danny Warmer, um, um, he knows how to throw a party. He that he does, that he does. He's a good friend. Well, I no, know. No, I know it's a I know it's a uh it's a tough uh it's a tough time but we will get through this. And I'll tell you I'll tell you I've been doing like live streams and tasting whiskey with people uh all over the world and it's it's amazing whiskey can still get us it it can still bring us together, you know, and I think sure. I I think it's I think it's a lot more I think music it has so many components and you and you rely so much on the systems to deliver sound that you know I mean what you do getting it through Skype I mean it can just it gets condensed and just garbled you know so yeah. but if you if I can get a whiskey in someone's hands you know they're going to have that same experience with me as if as if they were in a room with me. I mean, minus we can't touch and elbow and all that, but they're still going to get to drink it. And who knows yes. what happens next? But <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, definitely. Um, the um, you, you know you loosen up a little bit, um, um, and uh, that uh, that 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 warmth uh, that's created by uh, something that is cared for and and and. Uh, so much love and appreciation to take in, into making it that that you know that's why you know they call them spirits right because they mm-hmm. get they have because there's uh, I mean there's there's something about them that um, that uh, you know um, brings out uh, the spirits in all of us and whether uh, most of the time positive sometimes it goes negative it's you have too much those are the, those situations where people have to check themselves because again it's it's um, you know yeah. you kind of extract. The you know the thing the thing about what it takes to make you know alcohol and, and to make uh, something like this or tequila or um, you know the, the time and the effort and the mm-hmm. distillation distillation process you know you're you know you're um, you know um, it's uh, there's a lot of uh, luck that goes into this so so Jack Daniels sort of the big the big boy in the block for, for yeah years. this is this is a barrel proof so this is a straight from the barrel single barrel uh, bottled as if it was in the barrel. So it's it's also packing some heat. This is a hundred. Um, this is a hundred and thirty-two point seven proof. Woo! Okay, so this is getting up there. We might be able to to to, to cook some uh, flamey Dr. Peppers with this if, uh, if we maybe to... maybe in a pinch. But I think it's too tasty to do that. This is really tasty. This would this would. Uh, Everybody always associates Jack Daniels with just, you know, the black label, you know, the one that's out there every day. And that's a really good product. But they've got a lot of really great uh, older stocks in there, and they make they make good whiskey. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that one. Wow. That one, uh, that, that one shakes the tree a little bit there. That one, uh, 
Yeah, that one. Anything loose uh, falls off and uh, and uh, rolls. Off. <laughs> but that's that. That's yeah. That one. That one. Um, yeah, that one. That one. You know. Uh, you know. Uh, that's killing. That, that's killing whatever's yeah. whatever's about yeah. to hit your stomach right there. <laughs> well, that now that's yeah. That's a that's a nice uh, um, aperitif, whatever that's called, whatever you say that. But um, you know, um, um, so so. How how long has this one aged? Uh this one, I think it's. Oh, wow, that's really smooth for that that kind of. Let's see the bottle on that one. Yeah, so oh, this okay. is the, yeah, this is what their uh, single barrels look like. So this one, if I recall, is six years old. Okay. Yeah, man, this was from uh, this was from 2018. They bottled it. Man, that was a that was a fun time. Wimmer and I actually picked these barrels. It was a good time. You actually did what? Uh, Wimmer, Wimmer and I picked this together. So like Danny Wimmer and I, we picked this together for the festival. So oh, re- like, oh, really? Wow. So oh, this nice. was this was something that was uh, was picked in celebration of the festival. You know, because wow. Jack Daniels is like the big sponsor of his uh, oh, of his okay. festivals. Oh, okay, that's right. So. That's right. I remember walking around thinking, God, there's some there's some people are getting hammered out there today. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit yes. of whiskey, a little bit of whiskey. Yeah, had something a little, to do with yeah, that. they were, um, yeah, that was, um, that's right. Those are some big, um, yeah, those are some big booths around there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, okay, so I'm trying to think of who else was playing on that day. I think it was like, uh, um, I, on that day I was there, the big act, oh, I know, it was, um, wait, no, that was a different day. Because I, I, I played all. I, Rob I played, Zombie I played, was uh, it Rob Zombie playing that day. It wasn't. Maybe it was Rob Zombie. Yes, it was. I think it was Rob Zombie. That's right. It was Rob Zombie because I, I went to the side of the stage and watched them. Uh, because uh, yes, because I did the I did the um, the, um, the 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 different events. I did everyone except for the Chicago one. So I did the Jackson the Jacksonville one. Um, mm-hmm. and then I did the one that in. Uh, uh, in North Carolina that got shut down by the crazy rain. Mm-hmm. I was, that was the one that was the most depressing because I, I, we played, I played on one night and I was like, I'm staying the next day. It's, it's, it's a Judas priest, the cult, and then tool. That was going to be the, that was going to be the day's, uh, you know, um, lineup that I was going to check out. But, um, but there was a big storm, but, um, but so some of the dates get some of the, the, the different shows get uh, a little, um, especially after, um, this one, um, little Jack Daniels, um, um, stepping up to the plate and, um, you know, uh, throwing a fastball, uh, right down the pike, uh, here, this with this one. Uh, uh, um, but, um, yeah, that's, this is, um, again, I, I was, these big brands, like you think about like, um, you know, in the Jose Corvo, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, or, you know, I, Patron is shit. Oh, I don't care about Patron and any, you know, even I've never even wanted to try their 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 high their their you know their bigger, I mean their 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 um, their exclusive um, smaller batch stuff because I just uh, I just I just you know I'm not I'm not someone that um, that um, wants to support those those bigger companies for whatever reason maybe it's um, you know um, because they I just feel that once you get into those sort of numbers that you can't you know the quality is something has to suffer you know um right you know, uh, to make that bottle in um you know in tacoma taste the same as it does in tokyo i mean you have to do something to 
to get you know um and in tequila they them. can they can add some like flavoring to kind of they like, can add the they can add the yeah. preservatives the flavoring mm. and they don't have to because all they've got to say is it's 100 that's 100 percent agave and that's and that's you know and that's you know and that's um unfortunately even especially even, in- even then it's not always 100 percent agave too so you got to be you know, there's some like uh, there's shenanigans going on in Mexico right now, and the Mexican government is actually cracking down. They have uh, they have started to warn producers um, that false advertising will get their licenses pulled, both in mezcal and in tequila. So there's there is some uh, there might be a reckoning in the next year in tequila. Wow. Uh, and you bring up Jose Cuervo. Jose Cuervo, like if you buy Jose Cuervo in Mexico, it's completely different than what you would buy here. And like they have a uh, a familia reserve. Oh, that's good. That's no, amazing. That's, a, that, that's amazing. You're right. No, that's a that's that's a really um the the, the one that comes in the wooden boxes that mm-hmm. they're like the, yeah, no, I mean that's yes. The the um yeah, the familia and then and then and then also you understand uh, after because I went down there to uh, Jalisco um, um, in Guadalajara with uh, a friend who had a, like a little hacienda distillery, you know, that, um, um, you know, was producing small batches. And um, you realize not only that, you know, these little hacienda d- distilleries, um, they they create for their own their own brand, but they sell. You know, um, you know, if you want to make, you know, your own tequila, you can go down there and talk to some of these these different uh, uh, establishments and, you know, tell them what you want. And then they'll they'll they'll, you know, make it for you. And then you put your name on it and you sell it yourself, I guess. And that, um, so, yeah, that is um, um, one of the things you got to look out for in that world. But um, but you also understand just how much um, um, how much, you know, when you when you go down the uh, you know, a, a road. Um, you know, in Jalisco, you see these, these, um, these. Um, you know, um, little pop-up, um, like shops where they're just selling, like jugs of like you know plus or minus leftover alcohol as you know like that stuff that they normally should put down the drain. But you know, you put some flavoring in that, and you you know you get the whole house uh, wrecked. Uh, I can't imagine the headache uh, that you'd have. The yeah. Next day, but, um, well, you remember um, too that the there was that string of uh, fake alcohol being served in resorts and killing people last year. Oh, no, I, oh, no, I didn't hear that. Yeah, they were. There was like a, a lot of the mini bars in some of the resorts were um, basically uh, faulty alcohol, and uh, people were dying from it. So. Wow. Yeah, uh, I mean the the alcohol industry takes that stuff very seriously, and they you know they try to protect it and and what have you. And Mexico Mexico is actually it gets um it gets a bad rap for you know for its government, but for, when it comes to regulating alcohol, they're one of the better ones to be honest with you. Like they're they usually do a pretty good job. The things are going to sneak through there, especially in those little little shacks you talked about, but. It is uh it it is by and large a uh better than most of those countries in South America, Central America. So when we look at when when we look at like the Latin countries, I'd say Mexico is probably 
one of the better ones when it comes to regulating mm. alcohol. Uh, I uh, Brazil, Argentina, pretty good. Chile, but I would not trust many in the um, in Central America. In fact, even like you get off onto the to the islands. I mean, the Dominican Republic. It might be the Dominican Republic might be the most uh, uh, fraudulent country. Period. When it comes to alcohol, <laughs> I mean, they they uh, the same with Pan- Panama and Dominican Republic. Like if you see if you see a rum from Dominican Republic or Panama, just know it's la- it. it's laced with sugar, and it may not actually be from that country. It could actually be like GNS, like laced with sugar. I mean, who knows? But now rum is uh, what's the basic uh, um... rum is rum is coming from sugar cane. Uh, most typically molasses, which is the byproduct of making sugar. Um, okay. in, a, in a country called Martinique, they are making rum oh, out of uh, fresh sugarcane juice. And, okay. um, and so those are the two basic styles. And, you know, every country has their own method of making rum. And what rum is is a little bit more up in the air versus what whiskey is. Now there, I, the Costa Rica makes a, 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 some a really tasty um, rums that um, that I've had that I uh, appreciate. Um, um, but yeah, um, um, Costa yeah, Rica, a- Costa Rica actually buys a lot of uh, bulk bulk rum and bottle it and bottles it. I mean, they do have uh-huh. a, a distillery or two, but um, that is, uh, and again, this is rum is a rum is rum has got kind of like a lot of cheat codes in it because uh distillers will add sugar and they'll add coloring and they'll manipulate the flavoring uh post distillate and it's a really it's um it's kind of wacky almost um uh, almost like you know making up for bad distillate if you will bad distillation Whereas in bourbon, uh, they can't do anything to it, you know. Yeah. And if and if they do, they get they get. Yeah, rum has that. Uh, rum has that. Uh, um, pirate, uh, you know, that uh, op- open seas where you know you're finding some buried in some, you know. I mean, it, you you it's. I I wouldn't uh, yeah I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't think that you would, um, especially if it's made uh, primarily from. Um, sugar they just i mean that's i mean it's some of it's really tasty and it and um you know i can i can um now that's some of that rum some of those um some of those rums um are good with ice cream as well um there was one that um that um, i got from costa rica that was really tasty uh, mm. for with that that uh, pairing yeah uh, i wish i wish if i had the opportunity to like if we had like this pre-conversation before the interview i totally would have had ice cream for both of us <laughs> and we would have been we would have been pairing like ice cream to whatever and say all right which one's better with the ice cream that's nice. I, I totally would have done it because we're both we're both we're both ice cream for you know fans here next on the, on the next uh, next installment um we, we can um we can try that too. what do we have next here next one is is barrel bourbon uh to uh 15 year old this was my winner of my american whiskey of the of the year in 2018. Uh, Barrel bourbon. 
with two L's. I think that's the one right. I think it was that one right there. Yeah. What, now where where are these like uh do you get these bulk at like uh some uh oh, so sort of thing? you you unfortunately did not get my my nice touch of uh of of bottles and design and all that oh, you no, it's, it's, i had it's, it's, i had uh <laughs> i was like as you remember like we were like connecting going back and forth i was like shit i gotta get him whiskey and and I was like, I'm out of bottles. I'm out of friggin' bottles. Like, what am I gonna do? So I basically went to like you can see around my shelf, like you know, I have people send me stuff. Like I get, oh, sam yes, yes, yes. I, okay. I get so, samples. I get samples nice, from nice. every distillery. So I dumped a few samples, and <laughs> I and I poured them into that. Normally I have like fresh bottles and everything, but I wash them and and all that. But well, it's, that's what these are, that's what these are for, right? That's what these ones came in. Yeah, that's the exactly other. right. And yeah. those, and that will be for your blind taste off later. Yes, that, that that it was so strange though, and I, you know, we don't touch on that that the bottle that because uh, it was so so still in the, the the bubble wrap, and just something happened. I think maybe the box got ran over or something, and but it was still, you know, it's still secured in its little womb. Uh, yeah. But uh, once you once you looked at it, you're like, oh wait, this is this is. Empty. Yeah, it's all so those shavings from that sucked it all up, I guess, in the in the box. So what what's uh, what what Scott's talking about here is I sent him two boxes, one for the tasting now, and one for a blind tasting later for him to have on okay. his own. Oh, okay, okay, I see. Blind tasting later. That's nice. I I, you really you really take care of the the tasters. I got to. I tried to. I tried to. This is amazing. And, in the bottle that the bottle that leaked out on you uh was a was a i think it's a two three hundred dollar bottle of michter's 10 year old <laughs> maybe 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 uh, somebody from the shipping uh process they just figured out they cracked it open and then uh you know they, they enjoyed the the um oh that's unfortunate what was that what was that one um that michter's uh michter's 10 year old but wow. you you have another really nice gym in there as well, so it's okay. not. That's I will not, let you know. Uh, I will. Yeah. I will get back to you. At a, um, and it's really, um, it's really. I, I, I appreciate. I appreciate these because again, like uh, years ago when I was talking about how we used to do flaming Dr. Peppers, one of the things that you you run into a problem when you were doing flaming Dr. Peppers is you didn't. Uh, not a lot of people with uh, bars would let you light something on fire. I mean, yeah. that's just uh, you know safety issues, but. Um, uh, after uh, um, one one morning uh, at, in a in a hotel room after breakfast, I I was laying there and I I, I you know the little jelly jars that you get uh, that they deliver with your breakfast uh, in the room service, they're they're you know they're they're perfect shot glasses like they're so I I, I was laying there and I was like oh my god this is amazing so I went and I dumped the jelly out into the toilet and I was like look like pre-made flaming dark peppers to go so I'd, I'd fill those up and i'd put them in a little chip thing <laughs> this is like like get some of those things that would carry chips for 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 gaming chips yeah I'd line them up in there and and then i'd have a little squirter of uh of of, of 151 and it was like we could enjoy them because uh, uh, we would you know it was always about um you know having that moment where you lit something on fire and drank it with friends whether whether it was you know so um, but uh, but I know I appreciate the effort. I mean, like, you know, I mean, maybe this was like a Listerine bottle that would that would you just uh, you, you emptied after, a, you know, a, a weekend out. And um, um, but uh, it works. And so this one, this one looks um, um, 15 year 
so what is that so does that mean it's been yeah so this yeah so these uh this is actually a blend of uh straight bourbons uh from three states uh tennessee kentucky and indiana all of which are 15 years old now you mentioned listerine i have a funny story for you about listerine and whiskey so i was a soldier i was in iraq and one of the things that we could not do in iraq is we could not drink and i would have friends like dump listerine bottles the the brown colored one and fill it with jim beam or jack daniels and send it to me and and so that was my little workaround between on the u.s army uh regulations oh wow that's amazing um yeah i was um uh, yeah that's so yeah that's that so you would just get this you just wait for the the big and then be sitting around just you know did you share you obviously shared with your uh, did you share with your friend with your well your other? It, it's funny like i had a I had a uh an nco who's still in so i cannot say his name because he could probably okay. get in trouble for this um he would actually go out with the south african special forces and go to northern iraq and buy uh buy in northern iraq they sold alcohol they would stock up on like Maker's Mark, Jim Beam. He had like the bet. They had the best beers uh, ever because they had like uh, it was like a German tourist area, so they had like all these German beers. Wow! And and so we'd come back with all this uh, alcohol, and you know there was a lot of sharing going on. No one really wanted to when they had access to a real bottle of Maker's Mark. Nobody really wanted my list, my Listerine <laughs> bottle. So, be that as it may. Wow. That well. well th- uh, thank you for your service. I, what, what years were you uh, were you over there? Uh, two thousand four, two thousand five. Okay. Wow. That's um. Yeah. It was still um. Pretty hot and heavy over there. It was uh. It was a little different. Yeah. It was. It was the um. It was when we were – there was still a lot of the Iraqi army around, uh, and they had kind of, you know, conformed into, you know, different sales. We were in the middle of training the uh, Iraqi forces. I mean, I mean, seriously, if we, if we want to look back on the war strategy of Iraq, I mean, you may want to look at – like, I don't think anybody realized how quickly we would defeat their forces – and the minute that we defeated their forces, we're like, oh, shit, now what? Well, we can't let their military that just surrendered to us just go out in the populace. That's going to, like, completely – we have to stabilize their country. Um, so we would end up training a lot of the people we were basically just fighting against. And it was it was awkward. And that was the time we were in, and, and it was, like – it was very dangerous. The most dangerous job at, at the time – was training Iraqi forces because you didn't know where they where, where their loyalty lied, and they're also they weren't necessarily. And you also, in addition to like getting the soldiers, you would get you would get new recruits, and and they didn't have the discipline that you needed, and so you would just randomly get a stray bullet in the leg because they were falling asleep or something, and then wow, you'd be out on patrol, and they would just pass out because they weren't drinking water; they were drinking Pepsi. You know, and it's like 110 degrees there, and you can't be walking 15 miles and drinking Pepsi. So <laughs> that's that was what was happening. But um, I mean, yeah, I mean that one. I mean, not necessarily what you would think that uh, you know, 
you're signing up for that uh, that i mean unlike any other uh situation i mean um i mean that having to sustain uh, the the keep that army from turning and then training them and then dealing with the the hidden enemies and the and the um the I mean, what a chaotic situation for, for you and for the men and women you serve with. So, well, you know, I appreciate that. And I'll say, and I'll say that, you don't, you know, when you go through something like that, you, you never, your mind never really completely goes away from it. Like, you know, I, I still, I, I still very much, you know, think like, like I did in the military in a lot of ways, but it, at the same time, you know, I just like, I'm looking around what's happening in our country now and it's like it's a lot of the same shit, you know? I mean, we're 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 at a tipping point for the United States of America right now and and um and we just had a we just had a governor nearly get kidnapped by a militia. I mean, yeah. for fuck's sake, that's that's exactly what they did uh in Iraq. Yeah. Yeah, it's um I I I just, um, I, you, you, and it's just, everything just keeps coming at you. You just, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's, um, every day you, you turn on the news or, um, you know, you open your phone up or paper up and you, you see some story that, and it just one after the other. It just seems like, it's just like, yeah, the thing with, uh, with, um, uh, um, the, Gretchen, what's her last name? Um, yeah, that was, I mean, that, that, that was, again, everything seems like it's some, you know, uh, movie channel, you know, late yeah. night movie, uh, you know, like, oh, this is so ridiculous. This plot is, you know, this is outrageous. How could they even think of this? But again, uh, things are, are happening uh, that um, make you realize that uh, the world does seem to be coming apart. It seems a bit, but, um, but uh, you know, um, I, you know, I, 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 you know, often look back at, and you know, and um, there are definitely other moments in our history where, you know, it seemed like, uh, you know, I'm sure those that were going through it at the time didn't, you know, you know, didn't believe that this was, uh, you know, their situation was going to change, and, uh, and, you know, and hopefully, um, you know, we, we'll all get through it. I mean, um, it's um, one day at a time, and hopefully. You know, with a little bourbon um, um, and some, you know, nice conversation. Exactly. Uh, and music. At least that moment. And music as well. Music as well. You know, Bill and Ted's um, Excellent Adventure taught us anything. It's uh, <laughs> music can change the world. <laughs> That's right. Did you, did you see the new one? I did not see the new uh, Yeah, I saw the new one. You know what? It was it was really good. I mean, it was like you, you kind of like, uh, you know, to see Keanu Reeves like go back into that mode of acting because he's like yes. he's like grown so much as an actor and to see him go back into that mode is like hilarious and then to see um the person who played his daughter how right. she how they like kind of like um you know transport took that role and it was just like I mean wow like I know, no one from that is ever going to win an Academy Award because the movie's ridiculous. <laughs> but there was some really good acting in there, and just being like ridiculously goofy. It was great. Yeah. I have to check that out. Yeah, you, um, you'll enjoy it. Now you've you've had a 
your music has been in a lot of movies and TV shows and commercials. You talked a little bit about the commercials, but do you ever like find yourself watching something and, and like, oh shit, I didn't know that song was in this one. I forgot <laughs> about that. Uh, well, recently, um, um, the the kids, I've got two kids, uh, um, Jet and Isla, and they're um, 14 and 11. And uh, we were um, having uh, some fun watching the, the Fast and Furious franchise. And, uh, um, you know, and I'd, I'd never seen them. Um, and so I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Well, you know, we got we got through um, the first two and then uh, we we're watching Tokyo Drift. Uh, and and I was like, I, I kind of I, I knew that there was I think there was, you know, I knew there was something in that. Um, 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 and all of a sudden it came on. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's 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 uh, music in that." Uh, um, but there has been a couple. There's been a couple other ones, um, you know, where it would come on. I think some of the I, I, it was like some of the um, Adam Sandler uh, comedies. Uh, um, there was a, a, a track or two in in those, and it's uh, um, yeah, it's always uh, you know, it's again, it's so wild how, how you know something that. Uh, you know, two guys, you know, create in a small, you know, little two car garage studio in La Crescenta, uh, California, um, you know, um, you know, finds its way into the hands of uh, of those that are responsible for, you know, you know, um, scoring or, or um, you know, doing score uh, soundtracks uh, placements for these movies. And, um, you know, it's always now you also know now that I've gone a little farther into the industry and understand the the process of that. It's just um, funniest ones is the my the proudest moment I think is uh, is in uh, Tropic Thunder. Um, when, oh, um, great film, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, that was that was a great moment because we we were you know one day we got a phone call saying that uh, George George Deculius was a um, he was a music supervisor um, on that and and so many other great movies. Uh, um, invited us to come down to the, to the to the lot down here and watch the movie and um, um, and we were just you know they were like there's a little surprise coming up you know and um, um, maybe we knew that we must have known because it had to be synced in there before but maybe we we just we didn't know exactly where it was going to be placed in the movie so so the name of the game the track we did with Tom Morello you know shows up right when they're you know taking them out and uh, into the into the real shit as Nick Nolte uh, 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 you know proclaimed in that uh, in that scene uh, and uh, just really um, one of those moments where you just you know you get chills uh, and uh, and then you afterward you, you know um, you know you you um, you know you hang out with Ben Stiller and he tells you how much he's a fan and um, and then uh, you know ask you to do um, a special track for the end of the credits so um, you know those those kind of moments are are, are then they go into the, the premiere of it and and then just turning out you know because our you know our tracks have been in some movies that maybe haven't been at, well you know as well received as others but uh, that one is uh, you know iconically one of the you know the funniest movies of the last you know twenty years and um, and one of those uh, real proud moments for for um, for us as uh, as artists for sure to find uh, again you know you don't you're not. I do scoring and I do other things um, working on some stuff right now where you're, you know, where you're given a scene and you're m meant to write something for it or, or, um, you know, a particular moment in a, um, you know, you'd find you're supposed to write to that, but uh, to just have something, you know, that you've done 
and you put out there and then find its way into that uh, um, in that world and, and especially into a, you know a project like that uh, it's really um, that was that was a great deal of, of fun for us for sure so um, so this one I've been holding it in my hand I'm making it a little um, I hope I'm not changing the complexity of this um, no um, no so. it's it, it, it's it's a good time this to taste is, this one this one is the barrel bourbon 15. Yeah, fifteen-year-old barrel. It is a hundred and six proof. Okay. So I've I've, I've taken cool. you I've taken you on a journey of proofs. We started. <laughs> we, started we started kind of like time. middle. Yeah. Okay. It, well, it was high. It was high, but it was high. Yeah, we were. Yeah, but yeah. But for this tasting, it's like kind of middle. It, it was the second highest of the tasting. And then I brought you to the lower, and then higher, and then back like to the sec to to lower. I, I just had this memory of, uh, of uh, back when Ken was still in the band. We he had he had recently he had become vegan, and we went to a, a place in um, uh, in uh, Louisville to go uh, to eat. And I um, and and I, I'm always the one because I was always like you know when we were looking for some place to eat, I'd always be the one looking at the menu right when we sat down to, to see if there was something for him to be able to eat. You know, like going down. And I just had this memory of us sitting in this really lovely um, area, uh, like one of these outdoor restaurant um, bar, uh, beautiful night, um, and uh, and the and the woman that the the, the server is saying, no, um, for, that has uh, bacon grease in it, or no, that has uh, that, you know that <laughs> just going down like every, and I think at the end he's like, oh, I'll have broccoli and uh, you know some bread or something like that. So um, I, for whatever reason that came into my mind right there, but. Um, but uh, so yes, I'm gonna try this one now. By I the way, a smaller I, glass because I ran out of. Uh, I ran out of. Uh, oh, that's fine. That actually Crystal might method. be. Yeah, I dig that. Crystal method. Crystal method. Yeah, I love it. And just so you know, I'll get you a custom uh, Glen Karen made for you hmm. with uh, Crystal method on there. Oh, that would be fantastic. See, I, then because I do feel like these old these old studio glasses that have uh, been sitting around forever are not necessarily the the, the proper. Uh, you can't you can't check out the legs on the on, on yeah um, yeah. Oh, now this is a hmm, that's really nice. A little vanilla, kind of a kind of a. Now Scott, uh, there's a note in here that is so prominent to me. I'm I I don't want to tell you because I don't want to plant it in your head. But keep on breaking down those notes. I want to see if you get it. Is it cinnamon? No, not cinnamon. Um, there is some cinnamon in there. Oh wait, yeah. wait, no. Wait, oh wait, what? Is, um, nutmeg. <laughs> there is some nutmeg in there, but there's, there's something else that's leading the way, though. Taste, taste it, taste it. Oh, wait, it, it, might, it might be on the taste. Hmm. That one rises up a bit as well. Um. Um. um Oh, what is it? Um, try it again. Oh, um, I'm not sure. I, I you want you tell tell me it's like maple. I don't know. It's not. What is it? You're 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 tracking down the right. Thing. And here's the thing: is we all taste. We all taste differently. There's yeah. no wrong way. It is just a note that I always get with this, and it's like so prominent, and it's like a chocolate covered, um, you know. Uh, okay. 
uh, coconut. Coconut. That's right, guys. Because I, I, I was going to make a joke. At that. I was about to say suntan lotion, but because it, yeah. <laughs> it does. It, it, but that, that that's right. It is. Yes. There's a big old coconut in this. Big old coconut. Now, why? Now, why is that? Well, one of the one of the places they got their uh, a bourbon from in uh, in Tennessee, they have a a real prominent uh, kind of like in your face, punchy, vegetal, fruity. Some would describe it uh, as a dehydrated orange or a Flintstone vitamin note. And <laughs> oh, Flintstone vitamin note. That's the other. It, I mean, it can. I it kinda, can get, yeah, that one kind of comes back to you right when you say it. It can yeah, get it that. Can, yeah. You can. You can get it. And but when they cut it with the when they mixed in the other bourbons, it's like it softened that, and it kind of like created like this its own like unique kind of like coconutty note. And so that it, it, it's really, these guys are blenders, not distillers. And they do a great job. They do a great so job. They, they seek out uh, different whiskeys and, and find, and they, and they, they're like someone like a chef creating a, a, a meal uh, with flavors, um, drawing in different flavors from different regions and, and understanding how they would to blend together. Exactly. Exactly. And did they do they blend them together after? Did they blend them together and then put them in the barrel, or did they blend them together after they've been in the barrel? A- after they've been in the barrel. Mm-hmm. So three different barrels, three different. Um, yeah, three different are, types. Like the the amount of barrels that would go in this, I don't know how many, but three different. But three different type of mm-hmm. three different from three different distilleries. Exactly. Yep. Wow. Now now. That, that, um, that's a, that's a, so that's another aspect of another part of the, the, the community. They, they, there are, because that's not something that it really exists in any other, you know, um, alcohol. It's, it's uh, brand. the, it's the EDM no. of whiskey. <laughs> they don't, <laughs> nobody, they don't, nobody, they don't, like, I'm going to take a Smirnoff and a, you know, and a, and a you know, um, you know, other, oh. uh, well, let's not bring vodka into this. Vodka, yeah, no, yeah. vodka is—it's uh, a whole nother world. I would, yeah, I always say you can make—you know—you uh, know—you can make vodka with an old shoe if you wanted to. I mean, but pretty much any um, any alcohol, any sort of—you um, could create it out of grain, out of um, sugar cane, um, pretty much anything, right? Scott, I love you. I just want to say that right now. <laughs> Like I have, I, I mean, there's a section in the book. You'll find it. It's called Vodka Sucks. Uh, <laughs> when you get to that part of the book, you'll understand why I love you for saying that. Like, because I did not, I did not say anything to you pre-show. No. I never wrote to you about how much I hate vodka. None of that. No, you did not. No, you did not. And I drink, I've drinking a lot of vodka over the years. And the one that, it, and I, and I gotta say, the one, the, the, you know, the one that, um, that uh, I found to be. Um, the one that had that slightest bit of, uh, of, of texture difference—not texture, but just a flavor—was this uh, one out of uh, Hawaii called Ocean Vodka, mm-hmm. and they do something where they, they they use the the water from under the ocean, and they do some they get some you know it's uh, organic and. Um, Scott, and it, Scott, it, hold on, my someone's at the door, real quick. Hold on. Oh, okay, really? Okay. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's my wife. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. That's <laughs> hold fine. on. That's yeah, fine. I'm right here. Yeah. Hold up. 
even I'm, even your even even your wife has great timing when it comes to talk, just start talking about vodka. We got somebody's <laughs> got to change the subject. <laughs> you know, it's it, the subject. <laughs> it, it. Well, you know, uh, it it's food truck Friday, and oh, and we're nice. gonna go we're gonna go to the the family. We're gonna go to food truck Friday, and nice. uh, and she's early because she wants some food trucking. So why? Wow, yeah, and what a what a perfect time for food trucking right now after after a few uh little sips um get your little buzz going and yeah then and, uh, what what what's uh what's one of your favorites uh, uh definitely definitely hot buns they do like uh korean buns and they'll slap in oh, some korean yeah. barbecue in there with that nice soft bun oh. just kind of, oh. oh yeah yeah not keto friendly so yeah yeah it's <laughs> tough yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah well i haven't committed the ke- the the keto diet just yet yeah, scott yeah, yeah, so yeah you gotta you gotta enjoy um yeah you, that's uh yeah those that sounds that sounds uh lovely food truck that's a that that's um that's a industry that's really um uh you know again found uh you know again 10 years 15 years ago food was what it was you go to a you go to a restaurant that it was like an established restaurant uh, maybe the steakhouse mm-hmm. that was in town that had been there that you know for the as you were growing up you know the place that you went for the birthdays or you'd have the mexican restaurant or you you know have the seafood place but now food has just become like um like you know the the other industries where connoisseurs people really enjoy it really love it really appreciate the different um complexities of 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 uh flavor and um you know get together and they they create something and if they can't go big they go small they you know smaller but smaller you know um you know output but you know still quality and uh, you know you know so you know so people like us can uh sit around and enjoy it and and that's um uh, something that uh you know um definitely should uh, be appreciated uh you know i still um still wonder why people go to you know like the typical sort of fast food place because you know when you know maybe just a few dollars more you can go down to that food truck that uh that i maybe, I, um, I imagine like a lot of the people who see who've seen you in uh live have uh invested a little money in taco bell over the years so. <laughs> my 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 uh my son uh and and, and uh, you know it's like if your kids grew up to you enjoy vodka like if you, like my, my, I'm like love good like quality you know um mexican food and, and to, to know that he you know um you know likes uh you know every once in a while you know uh you know taco bell like whatever you know and it's different much you know I don't he doesn't go for the guadalupe crunch or whatever the hell they have over there but I mean they, they you know to you know, but again, you know, you're a kid, you, you, you try things, uh, you know, you, you, you figure out where you, where your taste buds are and you move forward later on in life. So, you, you, you know, you know, every meal isn't, you know, oh, my God, I got to go search out because I use the, uh, you know, going on tour a lot. And, and I have um, I have this app called Local Eats. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. checked it out. It's a great app for traveling, you know, to find those places in town. Um, um, that are, you know, um, you know, preferred in different, uh, you know, different, um, you know, um, flavors and, um, styles and stuff. So between, it's between Yelp and, uh, and local eats, I'm, I'm always the one like looking to find again, like I was saying earlier about finding a place to, to go eat with Ken when we were in uh, Kentucky, uh, many years ago, like I'm the one that, you know, compares, figures out, go and then, you know, and I always the one that, you know, looks at the menu uh, extensively when you get there, and, and hope that you made the right move. But um, 
yeah, um, I'm just still amazed by the, the collection of, uh, of, uh, <laughs> of uh, different uh, alcohols over the back. Now, Maker's Mark, that was something that a lot of the crew used to drink. Um, when yeah, were, uh, right there. The road. Right there. Yes. Um, they, 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 now, this is Maker's Mark. They have, they have. Familiar, Maker's Mark. Uh, Maker's for, Mark has issues. Like they have like a great like everyday product. Then they're doing like these. Um, they're doing these uh, uh, barrel finishes or these barrel staves, but they they could be the best. They could be the best whiskey in the world every single year, if they would just release a twelve year old or a fifteen year old something like that. Because I mean I have tasted their barrels. I got older. They're just so amazing. They're so amazing, but they're all about like um, you know churning it out and and they do have they do have a lot of ways to introduce great new flavors. Don't get me wrong. But I just I, I I think they're very good. I think they could be great on the whiskey department. So what is your what is your favorite that we tasted here today? As we kind of like close wow. it out here, yeah. you got You yeah. got I'm going to put you on the spot. What's your favorite? Well, um, I I think the uh, um, the second one, the Blantons. The Blantons, Blantons Blant is the fave. Well, I th you know um, I I think uh, I think as far as like um, now this one seemed like it was like uh, it was it was great for the one that you can have maybe a second pouring of right um, yeah it's not it does not it doesn't have the the the, the alcohol um, isn't as intense right right um, you know it maybe 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 I'm uh, seduced a little bit by the the rarity of it or or um, uh, but I found it to be I found it to be one seduction that was, is uh, fine. Seduction yes, is fine. I found it to be one. But again, if I was, if I, if I say like, I had five minutes and I had to, you know, before I had to go and uh, hit the stage, or 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 somebody was saying like, you know, hey, I have, you know, I want to go out and have a, a, you know, a nice pour, one pour, of something that's, you know, that's substantial that's gonna that's gonna hold me over for the next, you know, two or three months. Uh, I I gotta, you know. You know, I think I might go with the. Um, uh, I, I got The Jack Daniels is pretty tasty. All right. The, that one. Yeah, that one was um, as far as like the higher alcohol. Although, again, so, I. So should we say we have a tie between Jack and and, and Blanton's? <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna say. Uh, um, um, I can. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 gonna go. Maybe just because the distance that was uh, that's you know from the first one. Now again, again, I now have you found uh, that any through all the different years of talking to people about this that the order really does make a difference? How you how you you know because again like uh, uh, as as any as, know, any as any drunk college girl will tell you as you get to the eighth drink of the night they, <laughs> they don't it doesn't matter if it's you know uh, you know yeah uh, fair or uh, <laughs> that's fair I mean. Uh, there is a, there is a bit of truth in that, but for me, uh, no, the reason why I did the journey like I did for you tonight was more based on my perception of, of like flavor and, gotcha. and, and gotcha. like, and like, I, I kind of took you up a rail of like two you know, one, two, one, two, three had two or three very similar notes together. 
and four just so different. Four four would be like the one you don't start with. So the barrel the barrel is what you don't start with for like someone getting familiar with a flight, and you know uh, the, everything else can kind of go together intermittently. Maybe do you think? Uh, um, um, does there is there any um, prejudice in the? There must not be if it, you know when we're talking about something that that's uh, the fifteen year um, uh, aging of of something. Uh, but again, the the blend is is a has a, a you know is kind of it's a dirty term, dirty, dirty term, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a dirty term. Uh, oh, and, and yeah, there is a, for a long time there's some prejudice there. Okay. And I think we're finally getting over that right now. Uh, people are much more accepting of blends in American whiskey. But uh, for a long time, blend was a dirty word. It was a cuss word. It was not allowed to be uh, spoken <laughs> in a lot of places. That's why, like, and it all goes back to Canadian distillers, like, you know, trying to, uh, you know, infiltrate the American market in post-prohibition. Yes. Uh, yes. Blends, blends being very... You know, rot gut kind of stuff, but blends is a it's it's a legal term. It's it's great. There's nothing wrong with Scotch blends or Canadian blends, but an American whiskey, you're just not very open to it. So there's a term called blend of straights, which means you are getting something that is doesn't have like a grain neutral spirit in there. It's it's a okay. it's straight bourbon, but you know, it's still well I- to some. Well, um, I got I got to tell you, um, um, I know Casey would uh, be really upset if I didn't mention that I've got a, a streaming event coming up uh, on October 31st. Now, um, it's uh, with stageit.com, and I'll be performing um, from the um, um, in Las Vegas at the um, Melt uh, Creative Stage. But um, and go to stageit.com to to um, to to. Um, to find out more details on that, um, great deal. We'll have we'll have links in the description. So, however you're listening to this, uh, go to uh, the description of Spotify or Apple uh, or Spirits Network or YouTube and click on that. And it, will it also be able to be viewed or pay per view afterward? Uh, it's a it's it's a um, live uh, pay per view in the moment uh, um, uh, only in that moment, like a um, okay. like a show. Um, and um but um i gotta tell you um you know i you know um from you know and i'm really i'm I'm really upset that i didn't pick up on that mal that 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 uh that coconut because i again i I said i almost said suntan lotion because because i I, again it 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 started and reason why i said suntan lotion when it it came back to me was that malibu rum you've ever had that oh Oh, yeah 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 Uh, i i remember i remember it, it took me back to the to that that moment when I was 19 years old, um, you know, I had a um, you know a fake idea. I was DJing at a at a, a local club uh, in Las Vegas, throwing parties, and I was about to throw my first party, uh, and um, I I came across the um, um, uh, I, um, I I was p- passing out the 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 the, uh, the promotions for this. It was um it was based on the um, Good and Plenty candy. You know, remember the Good and Plenty mm-hmm. uh, Good and Plenty. And I, I called it good and groovy. I stole the idea from a flyer in New York um, that I saw years before. Uh, but um, I had the flyer, you know, mocked up and I was going around and it was one of the most popular places to go and, and, and hand things out to college kids and people that could uh, attend your shows was this 
was this little bar uh, called Malibu Beach Bar. And I just remember the, the amount of Malibu rum that was consumed, uh, you know, at, uh, at that, and you just it kind of all brought it back into to focus. Because I'm not a big, uh, I don't like the grainy aspect of coconut, but I do like the, the flavor of it. So, mm -hmm. um, 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 but um, I'm just, uh, yeah. That so, that so what we learned here, what we learned here today, Scott, is that you have a palate you have a palate and you have the tasting memory. So that means that you're going to have some good notes for that blind tasting I set up for you. Yes, yes, yes. I've got two. I'm going to, and uh, I will, um, I will let my, uh, my taste buds recover from this lovely experiment uh, that we've had today. <laughs> uh, uh, um, I was just actually, I was just actually uh, uh, um, um, sent a, a bottle of a Terramana tequila uh, from a friend oh, nice. of mine that, uh, uh, nice reposado that uh, that I'm looking forward to enjoying, um, but um, but yeah, I, I, I new appreciation once again. I, I found I think that for me, like when you go to to a, a, a liquor store or an establishment to to enjoy uh, alcohol, there's just so many options yeah. when it comes to bourbon, yeah. and yeah. and and you get and and then not only there's so many options, there's so many different price points, and you're trying to and and like you were pointing out in that that i think we as uh patrons uh, take um you know sometimes we give too much of ourselves uh or uh, over to that person behind the bar to to to, to give us uh, their knowledge of, of what and sometimes those 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 that are serving us don't always know that the truth and and uh will uh, and stick to their own either maybe their own um you know feelings or their maybe their you know, you never know if they're paid off by the guy that uh, that's providing them to, to to sell you something. So, I always tend to just, you know, I'll go with the tequila brand that I know. But um, but again, knowing a little bit more about um, bourbons and understanding um, the history a little bit more and and getting some, you know, um, some recognition as far as the the quality of, of of some of the distilleries that are producing out there. I I. I I feel like I'm. Uh, I'll. I'll be better served next time when I'm um, able to go out and actually have a drink. <laughs> well, uh, and and hopefully the next time it's with me, it's in person. Yes, uh, there you go. You know, I, I look forward to that moment, and you know, and if you're ever in my neck of the woods or within a state, I'd love to drive out and come see you and and share a dream with you, you in know. person. I will. I will. We'll. We'll, we'll definitely um, we'll do the food truck and a tasting and uh, and a show. Love and, it. Uh, all in one night. Uh, please uh, give my best to Danny if you if you talk to him anytime soon, and um, my uh, best to the family and to Travis for uh, and Casey, of course, for setting this up. And thank you, Fred, so much for for taking the time to. And it's, this has been an incredibly um, uh, um, memorable, um, uh, flavorable uh, uh, conversation, and I, and, <laughs> and I look forward to. Uh, to another one like it and it, and it won't be the won't be the last because you know if there's one thing i've learned it's like it's it's always great to get the get folks on that you're fans of because i love i love what you've been doing I've, I've always been a fan of the crystal method and and you know i grew up with you and and like continue to listen to you <laughs> And I just, it, it breaks my heart that I had the opportunity to hang out with you a lot of my life, you know? I know, I know, Breaks I know. my heart. I did... did you see, did you see, uh, did you see uh, Rob that night? I did see Rob Zombie that night. He crushed it. Yeah, really good. I mean, really, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, John, uh, 
uh, John Five, right, right? Yeah, he was on the. I, was, I just saw something uh, about the Eddie Van, he, uh, Eddie Van Halen uh, that he posted on Instagram, and just yeah, um, yeah just uh, uh, so much, uh, so much happening, and so many people that were uh, were having to say goodbye to. And uh, but again, uh, um, you know, it's all about the arts and the music, and what sustains all of us is the the love of of you know of that uh, of a song, an album, an artist. And so thank you for taking the time. Thank you for sharing this with me. I appreciate it. And uh, I will look forward to finding out what uh, uh, my friends from Guar, uh, what their favorites were. Um, well, uh, his, yeah. You know, it, you know, spoiler alert, you know, it's coming nah, out. I won't do it. It, it's, it's a, that's my, I'm having it turned into an animation. Oh, and, really? And so <laughs> it's going to be like a cartoon. And, oh, um, wow. And uh, so that'll be coming out for my uh, Halloween special. So. What, what now? What is that? That airs on Halloween, then I guess, right? Yeah, thereabouts. Like, yeah, I've, I haven't figured out. Like, I haven't seen my first edit yet, so you never, you know how that stuff goes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, especially if you're at, if you're at animating it, that I mean, that's a whole, that's a, a whole different layer. Well, I, I, you know, again, I look, I look forward to checking it out and, um, and continuing to follow you and, and enjoying. Um, you know your conversations with uh, with others as they as you as you take them on the journey <laughs> through the, uh, the, uh, the 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 tastings. It's really it's it's been a lot of fun. Cheers, my friend. Oh, cheers! I'm going to see. What, I got to figure out which one I'm going to. Oh, this is gonna the finish. moment of truth. I'm going to finish. Well, I'm just going to go back to the one that was what we started with. Just circle huh? back around. Just I know it. Uh, which one are you finishing with? Uh, I'm actually finishing with the Jack, the Jack Daniels. Oh yeah, that was my fi- my pick for the favorite. Oh, yeah, that one. Um, that first one, the um, yeah, that one's. Um, they're all good. I mean, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you know, you didn't bring any uh, any, you know, Taco Bell to this party. <laughs> this is <laughs> you. That's you, you, you set me up right. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Well, be safe out there, my friend. Uh, until next time, be safe. Cheers. Cheers. Take care. Enjoy, enjoy that uh, those sticky buns. Food truck time. <laughs> All right. Take care. Wasn't that a good episode with Scott? I think he was. Uh, you know, he he was a really really cool dude, and and I'm pretty sure Pamela cut cut it in the uh, in the middle of the interview. Uh, but but. Uh, my wife actually came and was knocking on the door, in, you know, toward the end of the episode, and we were going to, you know, we basically went and went to Food Truck Friday after that, and I have to tell you, I just had the best dadgum uh, Venezuelan dish I've ever had, and it was from a food truck here in Louisville, and I don't remember the name of the food truck, but it was these... It had the yuccas on it, and there was like this, uh, the beef was like a special kind of like uh, smoked over like a special kind of wood, and you can just taste the flavor. It wasn't mesquite. I think it might have been cherry wood, but it was so friggin' amazing, and I paired it with a couple of West Six cervezas. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was like the best post, uh, di- post-interview dinner I've ever had, and it was from a friggin' food truck. And I got to like see my boys dance to some live music, and we were walking around. There were people. Everybody was socially distanced. Kids were playing with one another. They weren't socially distanced because they're kids. And good luck telling them to 
you know, not be, you know, running after each other and playing tag. But it was like such it was such a wonderful uh, moment to get to like be in an environment around other people. And so that interruption that I had uh, was uh, it was funny, but it led to something pretty wonderful. But that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Fred Minnick show. Next week, we have another uh, great musician who's contributed greatly to uh, the music scene, and that's Uncle Cracker. So get Uncle Cracker in your playlist if you have any questions for him. Uh, Hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, and just let me know what you'd like to know from Uncle Cracker. But that's going to do it for this week's episode. I thank you so much for joining. And if you wouldn't mind, go give us a review on however you listen to your podcast. It helps with the algorithms. This whole thing is basically dominated by AI and the algorithm gods. So if you can go give us some love on however you listen to your, um, your, your podcast, I'd appreciate it. And also, I got some big news coming up. Big, big news regarding this, uh, this podcast and where it might be listen to so appreciate your time go to fredminnick.com and sign up for my free drinks newsletter and i will see you later be safe out there don't go licking handrails don't go licking trash cans and remember vodka sucks unless it's being used for hand sanitizer cheers that's it for this week's fred minnick show brought to you by manscaped enter smooth fred to save 20 percent at checkout by Beeline, and by Michters. For all things Fred, just go to fredminute.com.